Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. I've always wanted to do that. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. And in today's episode, I am here with returning guest Sylvia. Say hi. Hi. And today, um, she's back again to talk about yet another Selena Gomez um. <laughs> How do I say this? Like film, um, which is Princess Protection Program, which is the 2009 Disney Channel original movie starring Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. So it's one of my favorite decoms. Um, Sylvia, do you like? Is it in one of your favorites? Yeah, that's definitely in some of my top favorites. Oh yes, me. I don't think it's like in my top like three, but it's like maybe like in the top ten. Yeah. Just because like Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato in one movie, like you gotta. That's pretty that's pretty lit. <laughs> so I usually start um with a fun fact from my guests if you have one. So my fun fact is that I've never had a pet besides fish and they only live for like a week. Well, I have a fun <laughs> fact for today is that I've actually had a ton of fish. Some of them only lived a week, but my current fish that I have has been living for six years. Wow. And Sylvia killed our fish within a week. <laughs> we went on vacation, and when we came back, they were not alive. Oh, that's 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 <laughs> sad. Yeah. But now to make everyone more happy after hearing that sad little tidbit, <laughs> I think we should get right into the episode. And so I usually start with like an overview, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay. So Princess Protection Program is a 2009 Disney Channel original movie starring Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. It premiered on June 26, 2009, and recently celebrated its 10th anniversary of being a movie. And the 11th is coming up pretty soon. And the plot is when a tiny country is invaded by a dictator, a young princess, later known as Rosie, is taken into custody by the Princess Protection Program. She is whisked away to rural Louisiana, where she must learn the ins and outs of behaving like a normal American teenager. In the process of adapting to her new life, Rosie gives her new friend and roommate <coughs> Carter a few lessons in how to act with a royal um, lifestyle. So, do you have, like, anything you want to add to that, like, plot-wise? Um, not really. I think that covers okay. it. Yeah, so I actually didn't write that, so credit to whoever, whoever wrote that on IMDb. <laughs> I love you very much. Because summaries have never been my hot, like, topic or whatever whenever teachers I, like, write a summary. Because to me, I always do a lot of, like, extra stuff, like, that's not important. And then they're always like, wait, you didn't need to include that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I'm not, as much as I love English, it's not my cup of tea most of the time. So... Um, I guess we can start with some fun facts before we get into the characters, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, so one of the fun facts that I have is that Disney Channel promoted the film's premiere um, weekend by offering never-before-seen episodes of Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato's series Wizards of Waverly Place, which we, me and Sylvia talked about last time she was here in episode 23, so you guys should go check that out. And if you would be offered an online reward if you could correctly count the number of times the word princess or princesses were counted during the film and entered into the into a section on their website. So basically you got like rewarded if you could figure out when they said like different things, like, I don't know how to say that, like different, 
how many times they said princess because it's the princess protection program so they had special episodes that were filmed for both series to make a different like unique way to promote the film so i didn't partake in any of those activities i probably didn't even watch this movie when it first came out to be honest with you guys um sylvia did you watch this as a young child oh yeah i did but i didn't know any of the stuff about like the competitions with that I know. I feel like that would have been my cup of tea as a child. But I mean, 2009, let's see, I was like five years old. And yeah, so I probably would have been pretty young. So I don't know. Disney Channel was like my more of like six to 10 year old phase for me, I think. Yeah, me too. I mean, I still watch it a lot because I mean, I have this whole podcast about it. So I mean, I guess I never really grew out of that Disney Channel phase per se. But I don't watch it, like, as much. Like, a lot of the shows are kind of, like, as I've said on the podcast in, like, every episode, they're not that great. Like, the shows are kind of... Yeah, definitely. And the DCOMs definitely took a toll Mm -hmm. for the worse. I don't know. And I actually am covering that in a bonus episode coming up soon. It's, like, my least favorite DCOM, so you guys should check that out soon whenever that comes out. So... My next fun fact is that this is the first Disney Channel original movie, DCOM, that was filmed in Puerto Rico from March 14th to April 18th, 2008. And like I said, the only Disney Channel original movie slash the first filmed in Puerto Rico at the time. The second would be Teen Beach Movie, which I talked about with my friend Sarah in episode 28. So you guys should definitely check that one out. It's a, it's a fun episode. So... Sylvia, if we want to get into, like, talking about some of the characters, if that's okay with you, like, if you like them, you don't like them, your thoughts on how they act with others. So, I guess the main character would be Rosalinda Montoya, I don't know how to say the last part, it's a very Mexican descent last name, and I take French, so... Um, but who's played by Demi Lovato, a.k.a. Rosie Gonzalez, after she is put through the Princess Protection Program. And one thing about Rosie to me is that she's very, she means well, but, like, comes off very, <coughs> how do I say this? Like, very, Sylvia, do you have a, a word to use? Like, very, like, headstrong, maybe? Yeah, I know what you're trying to say, but I don't really know. Like, she very, like, proper compared to Carter, because, like, Carter is very, she lives it lives in Louisiana, and basically, if you guys don't know anything about Louisiana, they're all about the bayous and the mm-hmm. different, it's a lot like mud and all that kind of stuff. If you're from Louisiana, not hating on you, love everyone, all of my <laughs> listeners. But to me, like, you just have, like, a different um, view of how Louisiana would be compared to other states. So Carter has kind of lived that lifestyle her whole life. So when Rosie comes into play, it just becomes like a weird, like different kind of life for her that she's not used to. So like being put in a different situation, like kind of makes it difficult. So, I mean, I, I can like see where she's coming from. Like in one of my favorite lines is in, we'll talk about this in the plot a little bit later when she's in the bedroom and she goes, can I have that? Or did you, are you going to get the extra bed removed or have you made other arrangements? Yeah, like, I to me, that's that really funny. Because she's, like, <laughs> in Carter's room. Like, the dad, Major Mason, or Lieutenant Mason. I don't... Colonel Mason? I don't I know. I think it's Major. So, major. Yeah, Major Mason. So, basically, he just gives her the room without his daughter's permission. Like, can we talk about that first? And another one of my favorite lines, I want to make sure I get the correct line, is, like, most dads would go on a vacation and bring back their kids a t-shirt. But instead, you brought back a person. To me, that was, like, 
if I had to pick one line from this whole movie that's like the most iconic, I think that would be it to me. Yeah. Do you I like agree? agree? Yeah, like that was like, one of the things I remember from watching it the first time when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, I remember this. Like that was Yeah, so me too. Because like it it's like in all the commercials and to me I just really liked that a lot. To me, I don't know. That's yeah, fun. Me too. She just like says it with someone because I mean if my mom or dad came back with like a random person and just shoved them in my room I would be like so mad but like Carter just took it very head on and just try to like make the best of the situation which you don't really see a lot with different like especially like I mean back then it was like a whole different time like this is 11 years ago currently we're in the middle of like a very bad world pandemic so like I've been doing my part by making a ton of episodes for you guys to listen to so you guys aren't bored because I've been listening to a ton of podcasts, so I know that you guys got to listen to your content weekly. So I watched this during quarantine, and I don't know. I just feel like back then the world was just so much more simpler. Like now we have a lot of stuff like we're constantly worried about, like staying safe, not catching any virus. So I think that it was nice to like kind of see a different thing. Like this was a whole decade ago, and like even like some of the different cultural references, like the cell phones, like we've made so much progress in the past 10 years with cell phones. Like in this movie, they're using flip phones. And to me, that's just like funny because whenever you see a phone now, I mean, with the iPhone 11, we've got three cameras and you just see like such a different type of a world than we saw 10 years ago. So, I mean, other than that, this movie is like very well. And like Carter just did her best and Rosie, Although she come, came off headstrong, as the movie went along, she kind of learned to make friends with Carter, and she wanted to become, like, a normal teenager, which leads into her getting a job, and we all know that scene is so bad. I hate that scene. Watching that scene in the ice cream shop or the yogurt shop just made, every time makes me feel such secondhand embarrassment for her. Yeah. So, um, other than that, I like Rosie just because, I mean, it's Demi Lovato, and she's just, like, such a nice character. So, like, Sylvia, do you have, like, any specific words you want to say about Um, Rosie I like her like I get where it can sound like she's being annoying or like entitled but I also understand why but she's funny like that part's super funny and like she's just a good person it's just hard to see it at some points I I totally agree because I mean you're a princess like can we talk about that she was basically almost assassinated her (laughs) she left her mother on a whole nother island, like Costa Luna, like the middle of nowhere, comes to live in Louisiana with like random strangers just to like become, to like save her parents' lives. Like she made the sacrifice. So I like, I, I like like the message that they put here with like the sacrifice of like family, because really the whole reason she's in this pr- protection program is like to help save her mom because her dad has passed away, unfortunately. Which I think this is one of the first instances in a Disney Channel original movie where they, the there was a um, killed parent, so that's a step in the right direction. But I don't know. I just like really enjoy Rosie, just because you can't like not like her, because she's like one of that characters that doesn't really know what's going on, but she still continues to make the best out of every situation. And I mean, she's she's never really been to like real school, and then all of a sudden she goes to school, and then she. The whole, the funniest thing to me about her is when they talk about the homecoming court and she thinks like about, she's like, oh, is this a democracy or something like that? I don't know what the specific line is, but like, it's weird because like, this is not like intended to be in like a rude way, but like there was like, there's a, I feel like that was a really 
aimed political joke that you probably wouldn't hear today in today's society. So like that's like a a different cultural reference than you would see now. And I just think when she stands up on the table and she's like, oh, my gosh, you guys should vote for Carter for your queen. And to me, that's just funny because she's a real queen. So I think she didn't really understand the difference between like homecoming queen and her being a queen. So I just thought that there was like a funny little part of humor and she just makes the best out of her situation. So next we have um, Selena Gomez who plays Carter Mason and um, Carter is kind of like a tomboy a little bit. She's crushing on a guy. I don't know what his (coughs) name is. If it's like, do you know what her, the, the guy that has a crush on her's name is I don't know. Um, I think it's like Donnie, right? Donnie, yeah, Donnie, who's played by Robert Adamson. He um is like film. Is he the one? No, he's not the one filming the documentary. Is he? I don't think so. No, the one filming it. His name is Ed. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for clearing this up. Mm-hmm. So, um, there is donnie who has she's had a crush on like her whole life but he's like a popular guy he's like kind of like the like the regina george but the male version because he's friends with um chelsea and brooke those are such like basic names (laughs) of like mean girls like chelsea like what's another instance of a chelsea popular that would be like that's so raven i think there's one in wizards of waverly place but no hate on brooke because i have a really good friend named brooke and she's like the one who shouted me out on the podcast um dear me love me you guys are listening hey um but so but brooke and chelsea are just like really basic names that they use for like the popular girls and carter is like the complete opposite she's not a popular girl but i still just like that even with the situation that her dad put her in she still seemed to make the best out of her situation and she started to take rosie under her wing to help like make a better friendship for both of them and i don't know i just like that because then when they start bonding and they do that scene where they try on the different dresses and then in the end the ending spoiler alert carter tries to stand in for rosie going back to the island which is like the climax of the movie i guess you could say for their friendship to me that just like is that just shows their test to friendship and they just appreciate each other very much do you have anything to add um i really like their friendship like you were talking about like how they worked out their differences and helped each other and got close in like that short amount of time which is awesome and yeah, like they I literally there's like because, a week yeah like oh, wait you're i, just I cut you off. Diff- no you're fine <laughs> you're thrown into a different situation and they were able to make the best of it Mm-hmm. i, I just like really appreciated like the difference in like and they're like completely different people like come like you know how like they say opposites attract and like this definitely like is that kind of like put to play not for like relationship wise but just for like friends wise because we have carter she's not very into like the makeup the beauty like all of that stuff and then there's rosie she's a queen well not officially until the end of the movie she's not a queen but she's just very, very girly. And then, like, their friendship just works so well together. And then, to me, I think the climax of their friendship would be the ending. And, like, that scene where they're bonding together in the bowling alley, even though that ends kind of badly for Carter, I just think that scene is, like, very fun. And it just shows their friendship for each other and, like, their appreciation because 
like I said, I don't really know the time span of this movie. I would say like maybe like a week or two tops because they talk about the home co- or the prom thing right at the beginning. And then within by the end of the movie, it's prom. So it just shows how fast they kind of bonded together with one another to become friends. So I like that. Um, anything else you want to add? I think I might have already asked that question. Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. So then we have Tom Verica. I don't know if that's how his name is said. And that he plays Major Joe Mason and who is the father of Carter Mason. And um, fun fact for any of you guys who watched How to Get Away with Murder, he played Sam on that show. So I recently finished that show. So when I saw him, I was like, oh my gosh, hey. So basically, I have a few mixed feelings about him. The first thing is, I mean, we all know he's a secret agent who works for the Princess Protection Program, which is a pun, I guess you could say, or like a joke of the Witness Protection Program, which I'm not really sure the specific meaning of the Witness Protection Program. So I'm going to look that up really quick. So I give you guys accurate information. It is known as the Witness Protection Program. It is a codified um, administration through the U.S. Department of Justice designed to protect threatened witnesses before, during, and after trial. So basically, during when someone is a um, criminal or not a criminal before their case, they're taken into protection for their safety. So basically, in this movie, the princess was taken into the Princess Protection Program because of a assassination attempt, which was really dark. Okay, I, I don't know if I, I felt that way, but when the guy threw the sword, I wasn't expecting. I totally forgot that that happened. It made me jump out of my seat. It was really dark for Disney at the time. You don't really, I don't know, Sylvia, if that like made, made you jump as much as it made me jump. That yeah, sword, that was so dark. That was like really dark. I was not expecting that from Disney, especially 2009 Disney. Yeah, I think but they I took mean, a lot of risks with this movie. Oh, I mean, just like a lot of the jokes too. Like there's, but they like made it very, they took a lot of different, like, oh, like a different route to like different, characters like they use different opportunities like um some of like the mean girls as much as they were mean they kind of like played a different role for like them than you had seen in the past and then we had like kind of like similar to like a military dad with major joe mason as like we're talking about him and to me the only thing that really irritated me is he just didn't really as much as it is his job to keep a secret the way he just kind of didn't like inform carter that she she was gonna have like a new roommate and just like didn't like i don't know to me i would have just been very upset and he kind of just made carter uncomfortable like continued to like push like the friendship thing like they're gonna need to get along to i don't know it just made me a little i was a little sketchy maybe that would be a word just like their relationship i feel like kind of have like some tension but we also don't know anything about the mom if i'm correct there might have been like a previous like pass away maybe on the end of the family that they didn't really mention. But to me, I just felt a lot of tension between them. Do you have like anything you want to add about um, Mason? Major um, Joe? I mean, I think he was doing his best in the situation that he's in, but I also, if I was in Carter's spot, I would not want to be like surprised with another person being there. Yeah. I feel like she, and then like we said, she handled it so well because like, for me the way that she just was like when she walked in her the funny thing is she walks into her room and then rosie goes hi 
And then automatically Carter just says hi. And then she like doesn't think anything of it. And then immediately she goes back into the um, room and she goes like, oh my gosh, who are you? And then Rosie's like, um, I'm Rosie. <laughs> or I, I think that's like what she says. And the way that she said, she's like, I'm Rosie. <laughs> like, I don't know. To me, the way that they portrayed like the opposites in this movie is very well done. And I said that like so many times. And the thing about Mason, another thing about him is he eventually becomes very well to them and he tries to protect Rosie like eventually but then he also like he's trying to protect her and then when the girls come towards the end they're like can we see Rosie he just lets them right in like yeah I was surprised by that because he's trying to protect a princess like he didn't really think anything of it they just walked right in I was like oh okay, someone could be getting fired. Like, realistically, I don't think that would happen. And I feel like he could have kept a better eye on Rosie. And even just sending into her to regular school was a big risk. Yeah, I I agree. I was surprised with, like, that they would do that right away because you can't really be protected there that much. Yeah, like, there's so many different risks, especially in, like, high school. They're in high school. I, I would assume they're, like, juniors because they're going to prom. Yeah. So... I won't say seniors because they don't look like too much of seniors, but you never know these days. (laughs) I mean, like we mentioned this in the other episode. So I was born the same year as Sylvia, but she's a sophomore because she's school. She's smart and skipped a grade. So that's pretty cool for Sylvia. (laughs) Um, So the next character would be... I mean, we could talk a little bit about Rosie's mom, but there's not, like, much to talk about. She's played by Sully Diaz, and it's Queen Sophia. And to me, the only thing that I really know about her is she just seemed that she was willing to do whatever to keep her daughter safe because we know the evil guy, I think his name was Magnus Kane, General Magnus Kane. If Does that sound correct, Sylvia? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay, because he and eventually he, he's the one who attempted the assassination attempt and is the real reason that what's her name Rosie is in the the protection the princess protection program but the thing is is he he wants to like marry I don't know if specifically he wants to marry Rosie or the mom I think the mom thinks that he wants to marry her but he actually wants to marry Rosie which first it, although that happens a lot in like the royal like families to me that was like really weird just for like disney channel because of like the age difference i mean oh i thought he wanted to marry the mom okay i don't know i don't know (laughs) me i feel like maybe we'll see i don't know i maybe okay i kind of to be honest with you i watched this while i was like half asleep so i'm not sure yeah i watched it at like 3 a.m so i'm not sure but i think he was trying to marry the mom so that rosie would come out of hiding and like think it was safe then oh sure. that okay that makes a lot more sense okay thank you sylvia thank you yeah. okay so yes yeah, so then we have so then we have magnus and he wants to marry the mom so that'll eventually force rosie out of like hiding if you will although she's not doing a very good job of hiding she's literally going to high school and like making all these friends <sighs> i don't know it just made me i feel like this movie in a way doesn't make sense but makes sense at the same time but like makes sense in a way that i want it's one of my favorites like i said it's probably like in my top 10 to me it's like i mean looking back at it now like with a new perspective 
she wasn't in like any sort of hiding at all like i know they were trying to like make her blend in but like i feel like that put her at a lot more risk you know yeah if you i don't know i just feel like you wouldn't send someone that's in hiding like just out in the public like that i mean yeah they gave her a really crappy haircut and then called her a new person like the before and after of the hair is like kind of sad yeah she like gives her really horrible like bangs i think and then like cuts her hair like really unevenly like she was ripped off like in the beginning her hair is like so nice like it's like the the iconic yellow dress if that makes any sense yeah and like compared to like the end i don't know i feel like they ripped they she was gypped she was definitely (laughs) gypped and then i mean at least she kind of stood up for herself and she's like wait no don't cut it (laughs) i did such a weird impression i don't know why i like gave her like a very odd accent i don't know i'm sorry guys I don't know why you guys even listen to this anymore. Like, to me, this podcast is just me, like, talking, you know, microphone and just scary times. Okay. So, like, back on track a little bit. We've already talked about Magnus Kane. He's basically the overarching villain of the story. He wants to marry the mom. Thank you for the correction, Sylvia. And he, to me, just, like, gives me, like, very weird vibes. Kind of like a evil, like, he means evil but sylvia have you seen team beach movie yeah he kind of reminds me of like the villains in that movie because like they're kind of he's kind of like a silly villain like he doesn't like really have anything that he could really do with to like actually ruin her i mean he did kind of throw a sword at her i i will give him that (laughs) (laughs) but to me it's just they it's weird to i don't know i don't know how to explain i'm just gonna stop myself now okay so next Next, we have Jamie Chung, who plays Chelsea Barnes. And you may recognize Jamie from Once Upon a Time. She played Mulan. So that was another character I recognize. And Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Okay, I have a lot to say about her. I don't know about you, Sylvia. So we're just going to start from the beginning. So first, when we are first introduced to the school, I guess you could say, there are the resident mean girls, Chelsea, who's played by Jamie, who we're talking about right now, and Brooke. We, I mean, we can just talk about them together because they're just like two pieces in a pod. Yeah. So they are like, they, th- okay, it's kind of ironic because to me, they were acting like the princesses of the school. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, I, I mean, I kind of like made that connection. Like they're acting like the true princesses, which is funny because you actually have like an actual queen going to your school now. Yeah. But then they kind of like have a dislike towards Rosie in a way. Yeah, because they like feel threatened. Yeah, because the one guy, Donnie, I think, is like starts like laying her eyes on her. Yeah. And then they're like, Ugh. like, you know, that like weird, like mean girl mm-hmm. thing that they do. I'm sorry if that sounds really bad in the mic. When I, I'm going to have to like edit this all out, I swear. <laughs> okay. So they like kind of feel like threatened, if you will. Like, there's someone trying to steal their throne so to me the thing about them is that really set me off like i didn't have a problem at all with like them like doing that but the thing that really irritated me is the yogurt shop scene which we'll talk about a little bit later when we get to the plot they did her dirty they they really did her dirty like they so the line is she goes like 
So you're just going to put a little bit, swirl it, and then put a little swirly on top. <laughs> so then <laughs> the first thing is who this, the word swirly just, that makes me think, is that like a thing where like, okay, Sylvia, do you know what I'm talking about where they put this, like some, a bully like puts a kid's head in the toilet. Isn't that what a swirly is? Yeah, I think they do that and then they like flush it. I'm pretty sure that's what uh um they they did in the Elvin and the Chipmunks something I yeah. don't know. I was scarred. Okay, I, let me just tell you, like it's a little <laughs> off topic. When I saw that movie as a child, I was scarred to go to high school. I know you guys are probably glad that I am now. I am still breathing, but also we just found out that we're not going to be going back to school for the rest of the year. So I mean, I'm safe till that. I'm I'm safe till sophomore year. <laughs> but to me, that was just so scary. I was terrified. So that was like to me that the word swirly like some people have a problem with the word like belly that is like the word swirly is kind of like that for me yeah (laughs) that's so weird i feel like that doesn't actually happen though like they talk about that in shows but i feel like that doesn't happen yeah i don't think it happens either but like it's still scary yeah (laughs) it's oh god like even if you look it up on google it's like the second thing that pops up (laughs) is swirly Okay, so back on topic. That might that was probably really bad. <laughs> Horrible for you guys to listen to. So the first um other thing that you're so then we all know about the yogurt scene. So she sends she's having really trouble, like she calls in all these people to come into the shop and Rosie's really struggling. She's like not able to keep up with the demand. She can't make the perfect little swirly. <laughs> Sounds so bad. Um she can't make the swirly and then so then she sends the one guy, I don't know what his name is, I really don't care because I don't like him. He goes in and presses the flush button. And if anyone has ever worked at a yogurt chop machine or even an ice cream machine, basically the flush button is basically when water goes through the system and flushes out all the ice cream that's in there and it just makes a hot royal mess. So basically most yogurt chops would use like a bucket or something, but no. She just doesn't know what to do. So she's like starting to use like the cones or something as like cups and it's just like flushing out and all of a sudden it like starts like drowning her and then she starts slipping and everyone's laughing and it's just to me I felt such secondhand embarrassment during that scene for her. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Um I also wrote down the definition of secondhand embarrassment for anyone who's wondering is the feeling of embarrassment from observing the embarrassing actions of another person. So to me, I just like embarrassed for her because even though it's a movie and I mean, Disney Channel is like cringy, but to me, that just very much was, I just felt so bad for her because she's literally being drowned in like yogurt <laughs> and everyone's just laughing and watching. Then eventually Ed and Carter show up to make everything better. I mean, not really better, but they <laughs> help her get things under control. And so Jamie is kind of like, not my favorite. As if the yogurt scene wasn't enough, Brooke finds out because she has to do a report for Spanish class, which I'm pretty sure there's like an error. In the beginning of the film, I'm pretty sure her and what's the other the mean girl's name? I don't remember. Brooke oh. and Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. So they I'm pretty sure they're in French class. Um yeah, because I know they were in a French class, but I don't know if those two were in it. Oh, I don't know. I feel like that was, like, the first time that they saw what's Rosie. Um, And then that's when the guy, like, Donnie, looked at her and went, and then they went, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
So I don't know. But in so basically in the end, Brooke finds a picture of Rosie in a magazine, which obviously to me, I feel like you wouldn't find if you just were looking for a Spanish project realistically, because no one's basically I'm pretty sure Rosie even says herself. She has no one's ever heard of Costa Luna. Yeah. Which Costa Luna does not exist, I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check because I don't want to offend any of my listeners if you're from Costa Luna. You are, that, that, that does not exist, I'm pretty sure. But if you look it up, um, yes, it is not actually a actual place. If the, It's all about Princess Protection Program if you look up Costa Luna. So it is not a real place. Um, so I cannot offend any listeners. So. <laughs> You got to keep those. You got to keep those listens up, Sylvia. Yeah. Uh, so basically, she finds a picture and then she like exposes her, and then they go over to Major Mason, and he just lets them on in, like no questions asked. And then they're like, "If you wanna like, if you wanna keep, if you want us to keep your secret, you got to give up the crown." So basically, the crown is like your nomination for prom court. So basically, like, the nominations become king and queen. I don't know. Don't really care. To me, it's kind of stupid. But so that happens. He just lets them right in. And then, yeah, and then that doesn't go well. And then I feel like in the end, it's okay. They're okay, but they're still, like, that. they're rude. And then eventually she ends up getting pushed in a pool. So that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) She's like... She's like, give me the crown, and then Rose, or not Rose, Rosie or Carter, I don't remember specifically which one. She's like, pushes her in the pool, like, go you. Um, I don't know. Do you have like anything you want to add about our friend Chelsea or Brooke? Either um, one. I think Brooke became a better person in the end of the, towards the end when she like stood up to Chelsea. But yeah, I feel like I definitely knew people that were like them in like middle school. Oh yes, I, I feel can, like they were very I exaggerated. Think of them, yeah. I mean, every every school, no matter what grade you're in, has those mean girls. Like not even like mean girls, but just like the popular girls. Yeah, you know, you get like a very different vibe, and they think they just like run the place, and that's exactly Chelsea and Brooke. And then we have Nicholas Braun, who plays Ed, which pretty much his only job in the film is being a one the one weird kid that follows everyone around with a camera mm-hmm. i mean is a pretty good definition if sylvia has anything better she can add it no that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah um i mean they didn't really develop him much um i think it is revealed at some point along the way that he's had a secret crush on carter for a while yeah I mean, that's about it. He he has a crush on Carter, and he likes to videotape people. I, what's even the documentary for? Do we do we know? Um, I don't think it has like a real purpose, but I know it was about like Carter going from like being like working at a bait shop to being the homecoming queen or whatever it was. Oh, okay. Was so he was kind of obsessed with her. Like, I'm surprised she she didn't get the signs. That kind of sucks for her. <laughs> um other than that there's not much to say about ed donnie who is played by robert adamson you don't got you don't really get much from him either you get a lot of how do i say this um i don't i don't even know what to say like you have the girls who are hooking and then <laughs> you've got he um carter has had a crush on him for a while they don't end up getting together in the end i'm pretty sure and he's kind of a jerk too so she, um, she does not deserve him. That's pretty much all we gotta say. Yeah. 
stand up for yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we don't discriminate here. Um, so I guess if we want to get into like some of the different plot elements to the viewers and spoil the whole movie for them, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, so obviously we've already mentioned a lot about the plot. You know anything about this podcast. It's basically all spoilers, but if you really want the movie to be spoiled, continue to listen. <laughs> okay, so basically the couple I wrote some very interesting notes because I was watching this movie on my computer, so I took notes in my note in a notebook. So they're very like very schooly notes like they're just you write down like random stuff like from the powerpoint that's basically what these are so if these don't make any sense i apologize all right so the first thing is we know we established that the dad goes away often so to me this kind of is like a disney's depiction of like a military dad or mom like where they go away on a deployment and to me that kind of like stood out the first thing but then also he like just The whole thing is a little weird. So we all know the sword is thrown. We've established the sword thing. And then the mom's like, go with Major Mason. And then she just goes. And then they are on this island for some reason where they go into like the secret door, the secret passageway in the sand into the secret layer of the princess protection program where they give her a horrible haircut. They should not be certified. (laughs) Go back to beauty school. I mean, so am am I wrong, Sylvia? Like that's a pretty no, it, good representation. Yeah. And then we've got this one lady who we don't really get her name. It is they they just dub her in everything the director, which who's played by Molly Hagen. She's been on a ton of other stuff. You've probably seen her on so much other stuff. Um, but to, I think she was in one movie. I don't know what it. She was recently in No Good Nick on Netflix. It's a pretty good show. You guys should check it out. But her voice, like, no, like, hate on her, but her accent, to me, wasn't that good. No shade. No tea, no shade. But I don't know. It just felt like, like, no, like, racism or anything. It just, it was a really weird, it was, like, kind of like a Mexican accent on someone that was not of Mexican descent. I don't know. And you didn't really get anything from her. You just kind of got, like, um a very... She was very bossy, and she was kind of, like, just bossing everyone around. I mean, that's probably her job, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Other than that, the other comment I had is I didn't know if Demi Lovato was of Mexican descent, and after looking it up, it is – I'm pretty sure that her dad's side is of Mexican descent, and then her mom is of Irish and German descent. So that was a fun fact for anyone who's a Demi Lovato fan. So then my next comment was a – in all caps, um, assassination by throwing a sword. We've already talked about that. So basically, then she goes to Louisiana. So I believe this is one of the only decoms that is set in Louisiana. So that's a fun fact for you guys. They're actually the only other one I think would be Invisible Sister that came out in 2015. It's okay. If you guys want to check it out, it's up to you. I don't know. <laughs> Can't tell you what to do. Uh, maybe I'll talk about it during like for like Halloween or something. It's not my favorite. Um. So the next comment was that. I think this might be a Disney Channel record. I don't know if any of you guys want to correct me on my Instagram. Like, we can talk it out. But Demi Lovato was in three Disney Channel original movies in three years. That's crazy because she was in Camp Rock in 2008, this in 2009, and Camp Rock 2 in 2010. And she had a show at the time. She was in Sunny with a Chance. So I think that's a record. I don't know. Sylvia probably doesn't know. She has no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It <laughs> probably is, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't think 3D comps is a record because Dove Cameron would be four. 
There's a couple other people. I think Raven Simone might have more than that because she was she was in two Cheetah Girls, two Xenons. That's four. So a lot of people. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Who has been in the most? Oh, that's the first thing that pops up on my feed because I just look everything about decons. So the unofficial tally from MTV. So I'm citing my source. It's MTV. If they're wrong, I apologize. It is this guy. I have no idea who this is. Um, Tom Virtue. And he, you might have seen him in Under Wraps, Brinked, Horse Sense, Miracle in Lane 2, the Even Stevens movie, and Read It and Weep. So he's clearly been in the most decoms. So I didn't even know who yeah. that was. So I have no idea who that is. I just looked my, it up. I'm, I'm uneducated. I am uneducated. You guys can come at me. Please don't, but you guys are more than welcome to. Um, I have an Instagram and a Gmail and all the stuff, so you guys should follow hate me. Hate comments too. are welcome. We need hate oh, comments. Sylvia. <laughs> all right, yeah, leave me, leave me a. You guys can leave Sylvia a negative review, but leave me a very positive review on Apple Podcasts. Like, do that. Yeah. So, then the next scene is the bedroom scene. We've already pretty much talked about it, but I'm just gonna say the quotes again because they're like great. Um, are you going to have the extra bed removed or have you made other arrangements? Those are just like funny because obviously, I don't know, it's just funny. And then after that, we established the bus. The bus driver is a little weird. We've established that. I have a comment about her later. <laughs> I don't know. The, the bus driver to me was just a little different. Yeah. Um, but they go to French class. That's so exciting. Okay. So usually whenever I talk about French on the podcast, I always like do a really poorly um, structured French sentence. But I don't really have anything to say today for you guys. I apologize for any of my, um, my French viewers, which is like 80% of you. So love you guys all so much. J'adore. That's, that means I love. I don't really know how to say you. So other than that, so Rosie is impressing the French teacher by speaking French fluently I could pretty much the best thing about watching this movie is I could tell what they were saying in French and that was basically along the lines of good morning um like ma'am which would be like mademoiselle and then like how are you doing today like that's pretty much it because today is aujourd'hui so that's today it's really long but so Rosie speaks seven languages and so a fun fact I think we said this on the episode my friend Sasha, she was in episode 22, this episode right before Sylvia. She also speaks like seven languages. So, Sasha, if you're listening, hey, so, uh, Sylvia, do you know who that is, Sasha? Um, The freshman. Yeah, I think I do, but I've never met her. Okay, yeah. She speaks seven languages or like something like that. So, she's she's pretty cool. She's also in my French class. So, French class vibes. <laughs> and Madame listens to the podcast. So, Madame, if you're listening, bonjour. Um. That's all I got to say. Um, so basically, then we have the bait shop, which the bait shop is pretty much your basic bait shop. We've got the bugs for the fishing and all that. So it's basically everyone just calls it the shop with bugs. That's a very good representation. It's very that's kind of sounds like my summaries. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, then Rosie stands up for herself. That scene, I don't really remember the specific like context of it, but I really liked that scene because I commented, you go, girl. So whenever she stands up for herself. And then that also takes us into the swirly scene. We've already talked about it in full detail. We don't need to talk about it again, just because like I have so many images going through my head right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So basically, my next comment is about Ed. 
Um, as much as we've already established, he's a little weird. He basically just follows everyone around with a camera. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that, like, I mean, he could be, like, a future news anchor or whatever. But my comment was, Ed is a little different. That's my comment. Yeah. He's, I feel like, I feel like it wouldn't be as, like, weird of, like, him just following around. Because we they've done similar things, like, that in Geek Charming. Sylvia, have you seen that movie, Geek Charming? It's yeah. become he the one guy don't remember his name for the life he's the one guy from high school musical i don't know what his name is he follows the one girl around with a camera it's not that weird mostly because he's a main character and like you he you know why he's doing it but for this movie they just didn't do enough with him for me to like understand what like the whole point was he was just trying to be a vlogger yeah beauty guru (laughs) I don't know, like, 2009. YouTube was around. Yeah, YouTube was around. It was, like, 2007 when YouTube came out. I mean, I don't think it was popular. I mean, I was watching YouTube in 2009. The first YouTube experience that I have. This is for my mom, if you're listening. When she was... I used, I go to Six Flags a lot. People know this. I'm not going to say which one it is. But I would always watch the shows on YouTube. Because my mom, instead of, like, actually taking me to go see them at Six Flags, she just pulled them up on YouTube. And now I've been on YouTube ever since. I actually have a YouTube channel. Sylvia loves to make fun of my YouTube channel. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. It's great. It's awesome sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, so that's like, that's my two cents on that whole guy, Ed. What a guy. Did you put the vlog back up on your YouTube channel? I don't think so. You should. Why? You better not play it into the audio. Because <laughs> no. I can edit it out. I don't know if I still have that. Hold on. No, don't. No, no, no. Wait. No. <laughs> okay, guys. So we're just gonna, oh, I'm gonna keep, <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. Wait, it is wait, not wait. on my YouTube channel. You will not be able to find it. Awesome sauce. No, turn it off. Ew. Okay, Sylvia. You're not gonna get invited back. You're gonna get more hate. That's okay. Hate comments are a good thing. Oh dear. <laughs> All right, guys. So then the next scene is the Froyo scene. We've already talked about it. That includes that weird guy who flushed the system. I don't know what his name was. I really don't care either because I don't like him. He's very not a good guy. And Rosie is so nice. Like she literally never did anything to hurt anyone. So it's all their own fault. Like what? What did she ever do to you guys? I don't know if it's just me. I felt like she did not deserve the hate comments. No, she's so sweet. She's just, like, means so well. Like, she has no idea what's going on, guys. Cut her some slack. Okay, excuse me. That was my water. I'm very I'm very parched. <laughs> so, the next, the next thing that really stood out to me, this is a line. And this is, I, I could apply this to my daily life. So, if you guys want to apply this to your daily life, if anyone's just trying to, like, make you, like, sound, like, horrible and just be, like, something you're not, just tell them, I am not a fool, and you cannot make me something I am not. That's a good line, guys. That's a good one. I'm going to repeat it just for a dramatic effect. I am not a fool, and you cannot make me something I am not. Whew. That is a bot. That is, that is iconic, guys. This movie has a lot of iconic lines. I think the three iconic lines would be that, the bedroom scene, and the one... Most kids or most dads would go come back from a trip with a t-shirt instead not a person. I think that'd be another iconic one. Sylvia, do you agree? Yeah, I think one of the other ones, I'm not sure what the exact line is, but it was 
at the end of the yogurt shop scene where Rosie was like, I'm just gonna walk away because I'm a princess and that's what we do. And then, like, Carter shoves the ice cream in his face. I don't know what his name is. But she's like, well, I'm not a princess. And I like that. Okay, guys, sorry about that. If the audio sounds really weird now, we had to switch to my different recording method just because we had some connection issues on our part. So now my question was, do you think that this is like one of the most iconic movies that Disney's made just because Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato and are, are in it? Yeah, I like I love that the two of them are in the movie together. That makes it iconic, yes. I mean, if you would have just added what's what's the one other queen of Disney? Oh, Miley Cyrus. It would just have been like impossible. Like they wouldn't have been able to pay them all because they would have had to pay him so much money. <laughs> like Yeah. And then my next note here was that the song for the movie One in the Same by Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato is such a bop. Oh my gosh, that's my comment. Because when they play it in the one scene when they're trying on all the different things, that is just amazing. Love that. I don't know. To me, I actually really liked it a lot. So now, I don't know. I've lost my notes. Here we go. Okay, we're back. Um. So then, oh, okay. In my notes here, I actually have, he wants to marry the mom to expose Rosie and take over Costa Luna. So I should have just looked farther in my notes. So that was my... Well, thank you for correcting me, Sylvia. And then at some point, there's like a paper bag involved. I don't know if it's when he wants to, when he's like panicking about something, someone's panicking and I put the paper bag dot, dot, dot. So I don't know. I don't know what the direct, uh, maybe it was like Brooke, maybe. I don't know. Someone had a a paper bag. It was funny. Yeah, I think it was Brooke. I don't know. Brooke, quite the gal. She's kind of like a Karen from Mean Girls almost. Yeah. Um. So then my next note was the bus driver does makeovers because that just whole scene was very weird. Because yeah, I was a little confused there. I mean, they were probably like, oh, "We don't have any more money to bring anyone else in from the budget. Who else can we bring in from previous scenes?" And like, oh, the bus driver. <laughs> to me, it just was very. It was very odd. It was. It was a choice. It was. It was a bold choice for sure. Yeah, that seemed kind of random. It was not just kind of random. It was very random. Yeah. So then my next my next note here is that there's a little bit of a jip, not a jip, but like a little bit of an air in this movie. So a lot of movies, when, if they film the year in advance, they'll always like change the prom year. In this movie, this movie came out in 2009, but they actually said the 2008 prom. So that's a fun fact is that there's like a little mistake there. I mean, it's not a mistake. Maybe it was intentional, but usually they will fix something like that. Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. I don't know. I, I, I noticed the little things. Just It's the little things, I guess. So, and then in towards the end of the movie, they say that um, they, they come up with a plan with the masks. I don't know what the specific of that would be, the mask plan, I guess. The masquerade kind of thing. So they could kind of, like, disguise all these different girls so they wouldn't know who's who. Because... All of a sudden, the guy from Costa Rica is in the high school. Don't really know how that plays in. I don't yeah. know. That was a little, it was a bold choice. Bold choice. Um, but then she says that she, um, that Carter acts as bait, which actually relates slash ties into the bait shop. So it was like kind of like a full circle moment for them. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was like a clever wordplay there. And then my final note is after 
Rosie goes back. Well, she doesn't really just give up. And after every the one girl, Chelsea's pushed in the pool, they come together for her coronation. So that scene was a little weird because Ed, the creepy guy with the camera, he's not really creepy. Just the guy with the camera is there. Like everyone's at this coronation and they're in the middle of nowhere at Costa Luna. I don't know. I found that very weird. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that part. I'm like, oh, okay. I know. I mean, like, some of the things in this movie just, like, logistically don't make sense. Like, all of a sudden, the guy from Costa Luna is at the high school, and now all the people from the high school are in Costa Luna. So I was very confused at the end. But it was a good yeah, movie. Was it was a good movie. It was a good movie. So yeah. I think my final thing that I would have here is, do you want to, like, rate this movie? Like, what would you rate it? Out of, like, ten? Yeah. Sure. Um, probably, like, a seven or eight. Because it was a good movie, it was just kind of confusing at some point. Yeah, I would probably give it, like, a seven and a half out of ten. It was, like, one of my favorites, but not one of my favorites. It's, like, logistically, there's some errors, but other than that, it's pretty good. Yeah, like, it's entertaining, but a little confusing. Yeah. So, my next thing is, so, lately I've been playing games with my guests that tie in with the movie. So, tonight's little game that ties in with the Princess Protection Program is called the Princess Pack. Don't question the name. There's no P words that have anything to do with the game. I don't know. I couldn't come up with anything. So, basically, the movie is, is I'm going to name, I'm going to tell the storyline of a, a Disney princess, and you're going to have to tell me who it is if you know it. Oh, no. Okay. I think you should be fine. Like these are iconic movies, Sylvia. And if you haven't seen them, I don't know, Sylvia. We might you might not be able to come back on the podcast. No, I feel like I've seen every Disney princess movie so many times. Yeah, it's gonna be but great. I should get it right. All right, so there is an evil stepmother who tries to not let her stepdaughter go to the ball because she acts as a servant. Who would that be? Cinderella. Yes. Good job. Wow. Point for you. You get a cookie, a virtual cookie. Um, now, the next one is that this princess could also be counted as a prince if you look at the movie in different aspects. This is when a princess decides to try to fight for her country and what she believes in by dressing as a member of the opposite sex. Who would that be? Mulan? Yes. Good job, Sylvia. Another cookie for you. And then the last one is this princess has a evil, not really an evil, it's kind of like a bad stepsister who wants her to make some food. This princess does a lot of cooking with like gumbo. And in the end, she marries a frog, basically. Who would that be? Um, wait, what's your name? Uh, Tiana? Yes. Good job, Sylvia. Three out of three. So you you did a very good job, Sylvia. I'm proud of you. You better actually buy me cookies after coronavirus. All right, I promise I will. Okay. Okay. So then the last question I ask everyone is if this movie or show, so but it's a movie, would do you think this would like be as popular on the current Disney Channel? Um, I don't know. I think maybe. Yeah, I, I agree. Just, like, I mean, some of the cultural references would probably have to be updated and with, like, style-wise, like, phones. And maybe 
like as much as I love Demi and Selena, I feel like for today's crowd, they wouldn't be able to use those like people like, cause no one really, yeah, they true. know who they are, but like they're, they don't know who they are. Like, you get what I mean? They're yeah, not like dedicated like, fans yeah. like we are. We're like the dedicated fans. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'd be interested. I'd be I'd be interested to see like I wonder who they could even do in this movie. Like who's a Disney Channel star? I don't even know them. But like all know. the Disney Channel stars are so young these days. They're all like twelve. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I said it'd be a great twenty twenty decom. It'd be better than zombies too. Like, oh my god. Yeah. If you guys want to hear me rant about how bad that is, you guys can listen to, um, spoiler alert, my least favorite DCOMs episode and my um, my Zombies 2 Initial Thoughts episode that came out a while back. You guys should check it out. So I appreciate you guys. Um, and so now is the time where we say goodbye. So I want to thank Sylvia so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate her coming back. I know it, you guys really wanted her back. So much because you actually your episode's doing really good, Sylvia. So it was a sign. Okay, but there's no hate though. Dang it. Uh, it's okay. Maybe next time. Maybe you never know. This might just get a lot of hate. Go put hate comments on the Instagram under this one. Yeah. So you um speaking of Instagram, you guys can follow me on Instagram at that so Matthew. Or if you are a, tw- a Twitter, not not that it doesn't make sense. If you like to tweet, you can find me on Twitter at that so Matthew one Are you a Facebook mom? You guys should follow me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ThatSoMatthew. And there's one other one I'm forgetting to talk about. Oh, my email. If you guys don't have social media, but you guys would like still like to reach out, make sure to check out my podcast Gmail, which is that's so Matthew podcast at Gmail. Dot com. If you guys would like to, me to get any other platforms, let me know. I'll look into it. Um, Sylvia, TikTok? Tech, tick, TikTok? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We talked about this last time. Maybe like a, t- a Disney Channel TikTok trends episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I, have to get a TikTok. Okay, we'll see. We'll see, Sylvia. We'll see. Um, Sylvia, do you have anything you want to plug of your own? Should go follow my TikTok. What is it? it? Um, S. Z-M-U-D. Yes, go follow her. She deserves the followers. She puts a lot of work into her TikToks. Yeah. She's going to be TikTok famous, Sylvia. This, you're just going to blow up after this. Yeah, we were going to make a TikTok last time, and then we never did. Yeah, and then the Rona came, so. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Next year, next year. First day of school next yep. year, Sylvia. Yep. Yeah, we're going to do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this on the Instagram so I know that we have to keep our promise. You can't back out. Okay. All right. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. And make sure to tune into other episodes of That's Matthew. My bonus episodes are back every single week, beginning the week before this is uploaded. So there's a lot of bonus episodes out. You guys should check it out. And if you guys want to hear more from Sylvia, like maybe have her back, you guys should let me know. Or just in, like instead of letting me know, you guys should just leave a hate comment. Now let me yeah. know. Please. <laughs> okay. So once again, thank you so much, Sylvia. I appreciate it. Um, hope, hope you guys are staying safe during this difficult time. Wash your hands. I will be continuing to put new content out every Tuesday and Friday of every single week. No breaks until this whole thing is over. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to regret that because I won't have that much content. But maybe I'll just have to have Sylvia back every single week. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. 
So yeah, thank you once again so much. I say that all the time because I want to make sure I let everyone know. And I also want to thank my guests one more time for listening because you guys are amazing. You guys are keeping me, um, make making more content for you guys. All right. Um, have a great day, evening, afternoon, whenever you're watching this. And I'll see you guys all again soon. Bye.